What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks. I do have a media recommendation. I love Lord of the Rings. Superheroes, movies, a little jack-of-all-trades, I guess. So what makes me a geek? What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks, the weekly pop culture podcast from Central Michigan Life, where we discuss all things geek culture, which is like high culture, but better. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you follow the CM Life Instagram and Twitter pages for updates on the podcast, and to look for us wherever you find your podcasts, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website at www.cm-life.com. My name is Brendan Valentine, coming to you from the Upside Down today, and I would like to thank you all for joining me and my fellow co-hosts this week, who will introduce themselves in a second with our question of the week. This uh, week's question is, what is the part of Halloween you geek out about the most? Um, For my answer, I geek out about... um, not not the, not making my Halloween costume, but like being in character in my Halloween costume. Uh, that's my favorite part. Like I I rarely go like all out for a costume, but once when I have a costume, I'm in character for the night. Last year I was uh, I was my former roommate, um, whose name I will not say this time on the podcast. Um, but yeah, and I was just walking around as him all night, pretending to be him and saying things he would say and dressing like him. The funniest part was he was also at the Halloween party I was at because he's it was in my small group of COVID friends. So like, <laughs> I thought that was fun. So co-hosts, what about you? Um, all right. So hi everyone, it's Self Good Girl. Um, my favorite part of Halloween is either the candy or the costumes. But like, I wish I was. Of one of like one of those really good cosplayers that like could actually put an outfit together instead of just you know going and buying the generic um because like I had a friend in high school and he made his own Iron Man costume um and actually went by Tony Stark for a while and when we were at a friend's house he came up to me and he was like hi Tony Stark you could call me Tony he was like wait let me start that over and he walked away came back he was like hi i'm anthony stark but you could call me tony stark so yeah he was full character for it all the time but yeah costumes Andy. wouldn't tony stark just walk into the room assuming everyone already knew his name probably Unless yeah he's... this is the same friend that can also <laughs> um do harry styles's signature quite well so i have a fake harry styles autograph somewhere all right. Hello, Isaac Hunter here, uh, coming to you from my apartment. Um, gosh, what do I geek about about Halloween? Um, is it cheating to just say everything? Uh, yes. I love, okay, I guess I love, it's going to sound cheesy, but like the atmosphere of it all. I don't know. Um, that like feeling I, in the air? That feeling in the air. I love, I love the decorations. Um, and so like on my windows and everything I got like skeletons and ghosts and bats um, vampires our pillow I have pillows out that have a, a jack-o'-lantern on them and one that says happy Halloween I just love that love the costumes I love looking at costumes and not buying them because they're expensive like at spirit Halloween I'll walk in I'll be like gosh I just love being here <laughs> yep I get that. And then my best friend goes, I want to go to Spirit Halloween. I'm like, with what money? I realize you have a nice job, but like, with what money? No, uh, like last year, uh, no, I like two years ago, my girlfriend and I went to Spirit Halloween with the idea of being, uh, uh, oh gosh, the, uh, why can't I think of her name from, uh, Hocus Pocus, the blonde witch. And then, uh, she was gonna be blonde, and then I was gonna be Billy. But then we looked at the costumes, and they were so expensive that instead we went as a. Uh, she found like a spiderweb poncho thing at Spirit Halloween for like fifteen dollars, and then I went as a spider. <laughs> that was it. Love that. I still have. I have a sweater that my mom made with like additional arms, so like a spider. <laughs> it's like when I was packing things to come to uh, to move to college, I was like, I need this still, so it's in my closet. Nice. Well, 
thank you both very much. We we all love Halloween here at Raving Geeks. Um, now to get things started, we'd like to share some quick geek news. So uh, what have you got for us? Um, oh. Go for I, it. I'll start. Because I found more. So uh, I got two little bits of geek news, nothing big. Uh, the first one, if it counts as geek news, is that YouTube canceled uh, YouTube Rewind uh, for good. Just mostly out of due to just them getting flack and people not really liking the YouTube Rewind videos. Um, I remember liking them a long time ago, and then as the years went on, I was like, I don't really care about this. Isn't uh, the YouTube Rewind for, like, 2019, like, the most disliked video on YouTube now? I think so. Like, it, it surpassed Justin Bieber's baby? And it's mm-hmm. also up there with uh, the Ghostbusters trailer for the fe- all-female one. Interesting. Just... I didn't know that one that got that much hate. Yeah. Just the, the YouTube video, at least, the, the trailer. And then my second piece of geek news is that Marvel has announced a new female Ghost Rider series. Um, MCU or just Marvel? It's uh, Marvel, Marvel Comics. Yeah, Marvel Comics. Oh, the and, comics. Sweet. Yeah. And so it's gonna, it follows um, Kushala, I believe is her name. And she is... Uh, pretty interesting because she was also the sorcerer supreme from the 1800s and then a ghost rider turned spirit rider uh and she's the only one who's managed to tame her spirit of vengeance so she just kind of sounds like an all-around powerhouse she Mm -hmm. comes from an apache tribe um which is pretty neat so she looks pretty cool uh it looks like like half of her face is a skull i'm all for it i love the concept of uh, ghost rider so Really cool. Um, awesome. Um, my geek news is pretty short. Um, as everyone probably knows, I'm a big fan of the show The Boys, and I've been uh, keeping updated with uh, the um, little clips they release every month uh, called The Seven on Seven, where they uh, use VOT's fake uh, VOT's news network that is all about spreading truth and being American. Um, just to give a little like tidbits and hints as to where the show is going to go in season three, which has, um, as of a few weeks ago, uh, finished filming and filming was wrapped. So now they're just in post and, uh, the show should be coming out. We should be getting either a trailer or, um, like an official release date sometime soon. Um, um, if we haven't gotten one by the time that this podcast released, but in, uh, the seven and seven that came out today, um, there were some hints at some potential storylines. Uh, happening in season three which include uh the return of stormfront the uh the the, yeah the villain of season two who we thought was dead but isn't really dead um she's gonna be a cyborg i call it now no um for those of you who can't picture her she was the the nazi with lightning powers who used to be liberty huh yeah like she had had been liberty but then she got introduced as stormfront oh stormfront yeah yeah, the, the husband of Vought, or the, the wife of Vought, the yeah, original, yeah. like, uh, I wanted to call it Velocity 9, that's not what it's called, um, the original compound uh, V. So, uh, there's that, The they've also, like, alluded to, like, Huey taking on a more public role mm-hmm. with, because uh, he, he got that, like, political position at the end of season two, working in, um, is she, the congresswoman's cabinet mm-hmm. um so he's going to take on more of like a public figure role fighting Vought and the boys um also if you've been watching the ads that happen in these they're really really funny this week's uh one uh the deep is sponsored by liquid death like the actual company um that like sells the uh, cans of water and um he's like yeah we're gonna clean up the beach get rid of all these plastics and then just burns the plastics on the beach <laughs> it's really it, like it's like this is like the most like in your face satire i've ever seen it's really funny if you haven't been watching these they're really good and great little like hints as to where the show might be going so yeah the, the big stormfront reveal is the big thing but also i think it's interesting to see what they might be doing with uh huey and they have this weird story about um a serial killer that is going around uh that black noir is hunting so we'll interesting see. All right. Well, 
Well, is that all your news? Sorry. Yeah, that's, like, that's what I've got for this week. All right. Um, so to finish out our geek news portion, uh, it was announced that the um, my, that the no writer um, of Midnight Mass, Mike Flanagan, is going to be creating a new limited series based on various works by Edgar Allan Poe called The Fall of the House of Usher, um, which I just read in one of my classes. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, and like my professor is excited about it. So I'm even more excited about it. Um, I'm excited about it. I love Mike Flanagan. I love Edgar Allan Poe. So like, I, yeah. hopefully they do Edgar Allan Poe justice. Like, I need it. Um, Riverdale fans, I am sorry to tell you that Mark Consuelos, who had been playing Hiram Lodge, is leaving the show after the season five finale. But instead, you now get Sabrina Spellman from the from Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You are getting uh, Kirinan uh, Shipka uh, as as the teenage witch on Riverdale. Not sure how that's fully going to add in, but I'm kind of interested to get back into Riverdale just to see that. Going to WandaVision, which, you know, beginning of summer and COVID stuff that got us through everything. Um, Catherine Hahn um, is in development with Disney Plus and Marvel Studios to create a spinoff of Ag Agatha Harks. Wow. Um, Wait, Agatha Harkness is getting her own show? Yes. I don't know how many of these rumors I'm going to believe because there are so many like characters I've heard like, oh, they're getting a spinoff. And I'm like, mm, are they? Well, so sources apparently have described this as a dark comedy through exact plot detail, although exact plot details remain under wraps. The head writer of WandaVision, uh, Jack Schaefer, would serve as the writer and executive producer on the project. Um, so... They are also saying that uh, Jack Schaefer, uh, this would be the first project that she has set up with Marvel since she signed an overall deal with them uh, in May. So I'm kind of hoping for it because it would be really interesting to see like Agatha throughout the time that she was alive. Since the Salem witch trials when she stole all those witches' powers. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's weird to along. think that WandaVision was earlier this year. Mm -hmm. We've gotten it's so much Marvel year. content. <laughs> We've gotten so much Marvel content since then. I'm like, oh, WandaVision, that's like six shows or like six Marvel things back now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because it is spooky season, the uh, Halloween Michael Myers mask was made out of a Captain Kirk mask from Star Trek. And so it's just kind of creepy looking at them side by side because they look very similar other than the fact that the Michael mask has bigger eye holes and his hair is like standing up more than Captain Kirk's. But yeah, that that is courtesy of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, of course, on mm. Facebook. He loves to share an annual reminder about this. So. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget it. <laughs> that is all that I have on Geek News. All righty. Well, then I think that means we're going to move on to our main topic because it is spooky season here at Raving Geeks. Um, so when we were talking about that, we're like, all right, what do we want to talk about? Uh, it's our spooky season podcast episode. Uh, there's a lot of things we can talk about. Uh, do we want to talk about horror movies? Do we want to talk about like the, just the, the, the holiday of Halloween here uh, in the United States? So we're like, let's just talk about everything. Um, in in the beginning. Instead of... John in the beginning halloween yes or um oh. what, whatever whatever you believe in created yeah. halloween blame um, enter name here <laughs> yes agatha harks created Ag agatha harks <laughs> it was her all along it's been agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now here at the church of agatha harkness um <laughs> But anyway, so I figured there's a lot of different reasons that people like spooky season. There's a lot of different aspects of uh, the holiday. Um, so I figured, um, let's start breaking it down. What do people love about spooky season? Um, 
not that was that was rhetorical. Sorry, that was not that was a big question to ask. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of different aspects. And originally, I was gonna approach this from a movie thing, like a movie standpoint, and just break down, you know, different kinds of horror movies. But there's different kinds of people that like, you know, uh, spooky season. So I think, uh, who would like to start? What type of spooky season person are you? Ooh. I what am a yeah. Go ahead. Go Disney. Ahead. As my background, for those of you watching on YouTube, is of course the Sanderson sisters uh, flying with Binks coming after them. Um, but uh, I am a Disney Halloween movie person. I personally don't like horror movies. Um, my best friend made me watch The Conjuring twice. And the second time, she told me it was a different movie. It was the same exact movie <laughs> that she made me watch before. Uh, and so you get she made me right watch. There. She even told my mom it was a different movie, and then we started watching it, and I was like, you've shown me this before. She's like, well, we're already watching it. I was like, I hate you so much. Um, but it was in her basement. It was very dark, and her brother was being a giant big brother uh, coming downstairs or just creaking the floor above us and making it lovely. Um, and then I watched on my own uh, the Chernobyl Diaries, which is not like horror like The Conjuring is, but it, it's got more of like the thrill horror. Um, a person who has no legs moving very fast towards the characters. Uh, and the only reason why I watched that was Jesse McCartney was in it. Mm. So, only um, reason, right? That was the only, I was like, oh, he's in it. Okay, let me just see this. And then I watched it. I was like, never again. Um, but then um, I think I actually also watched that with my best friend because then we were freaked out about the person who was from the waist up moving very fast for like the next week. Um, but Hocus Pocus is one of my favorites. Uh, the zombie movies that Disney's come out with, uh, Girl Versus Monster, um try to think of other halloween ones oh halloween town is of course classics those are uh, the, would, the... would it be fair to hope would it be fair to call you an abc family slash freeform halloween person more disney because they're more, more disney, disney than well, the haunted Mansion like disney, disney channel because i feel like abc family freeform has like their i don't know what they're called now um has like their whole lineup of like movies but none of them are horror movies they're all just halloween themed like you've got your hocus pocus halloween town everything like that something playing every night or is it specifically yeah. the disney movies i mean if it was on if freeform abc was on then i'd watch it but like i usually see them on disney channel first so more disney speaking of all halloween town movies are on disney plus Ooh, yeah Speaking of, um, I just watched The Haunted Mansion again last night on Disney Plus because it's been so long since since my girlfriend and I had seen it. Um, is that the one with Eddie Murphy? It is. And, you know, people say what they want. I love that movie. Um, it's got fun vibes because it, it goes back to, like, the 1800s. Um, but besides that, there's going to be a Muppet, uh, a Muppet Haunted Mansion coming out tomorrow on Disney Plus. Oh, no way. I didn't realize yes. it was coming out tomorrow. I, thought it was I didn't know it was out. tomorrow. Initial release, October 8th, which is tomorrow, mm -hmm. which for those watching this are going to be like, yeah, we have already seen it. But, mm -hmm. and I love Muppet movies. So, so Isaac, uh, what kind of spooky season person are you? Oh, man. Uh, you two both did, did hit that nail on the head um, with costumes. Like, I... I do love costumes. I love, as Brandon talked about, I love getting into character. It might just be that, you know, I've always liked that, which is why I became an actor. But, like, man, like, I don't know, dressing up and being someone else for a night, being a, a spooky monster, especially. I love that. I love pumpkins mm -hmm. in any form. I love uh, buying pumpkins from a pumpkin uh, orchard. What, pumpkin patch? Thank you. I was going to say orchard, which is wrong. I was going to say farm, which is also not, I mean, it's not wrong, yeah. but it's not right. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you farm and you're a farmer, it's a pumpkin patch, are you a patcher? But um, 
I love pumpkins and I love carving pumpkins and making them into fun faces, even though I'm not nearly as good as some of the people I see on the internet. Uh, walking like down the road in the fall and seeing people with like pumpkins on their their steps is just like such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And like we don't get any sunlight here in Michigan, so I'm like used to just it being like gray and windy. And I'm like, yes, this is I'm at my strongest right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, I, I love movies, but I, I'm not, I haven't actually seen a lot of horror movies. I've seen like a lot of the big name ones, but there's so many I haven't seen. So, um, I am definitely a horror movie type of spooky season person. I like scary movies. I like going to haunted houses. Mm. I like, you know, haunted mazes. Those like, I like the, the fear aspect of it. Uh, a thrill seeker, um, uh, I guess no, that's not really. Get yeah, thrill seeking. Yeah, well, thrill seeking. What is what is it called? Are those people that go to Cedar Point? They call them thrill seekers. Is that their tagline? But then also Ish. like, yeah. Cedar Point still has like Halloween where you got Snoopy in a witch's hat during the day, and then <laughs> something things that are slightly darker once the sun goes down. Um, Which is not yeah. the same as the Halloween weekends at uh, Greenfield Village. Uh, which was fun to go to because my best friend got scared by a person dressed as a scarecrow, like on the post. I'd seen the person scare people ahead of us, but she wasn't paying attention. And so when like the person leaned forward and scared her, I just started laughing and almost like, yeah, it was great. But they are definitely not scary. They're kid oriented at Greenfield Village. Yeah, I mean, I like going to the ones that really try to get you because I usually won't break. Like I'll I'll stay pretty neutral most of the time. But what if you if you can get me to react at a haunted house or like a haunted maze or something like that, I I will applaud you. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm if you if you get me, I'm like I'll shake your hand if it's not <laughs> if we're not in the middle of a pandemic. Um, that's uh, I love haunted haunted like uh, houses or like haunted halls. Like I went to one. <laughs> last year for my my friend got married in october and so for his bachelor party we went to a haunted hall because he's never been to one and it was really interesting because it was during covid and so there were like rules where like you couldn't be as packed like every group had to be like at least like it's like they did it in sections and so you were like 20 feet from the people in front of you where it's normally you're kind of like packed in a haunted house and that was really nice and then because everyone had to wear masks all of like the th- the themes were all mask themed so there was like a haunted hospital theme and then there was a post-apocalyptic theme and then there was something like that and they all managed to put masks into like the art and i thought that was so cool oh man jump scares that that is i'm not like the most i don't know, i get too scared but it's like when you walk into a room and you expect like the three human looking things to be humans and then suddenly it's like out of somewhere else someone's <laughs> like well i'm a refrigerator and you're like what the heck I uh, I think two Halloween, two or three Halloweens ago, I went um, on a haunted boat. It was like a decommissioned military, uh, not decommissioned or retired. Like you could still ride it as a boat, but it was like a military vessel, uh, that they turned into a haunted boat. Um, I waited for over two and a half hours in line to get in that thing, and it was worth it. it. The thing was, like, you had to climb down the ladders and everything, but they couldn't scare you while you are on the ladder. But as soon as you weren't touching the ladder, you were fair game. Uh, and they made that very clear to you. It was like, they will not touch you while you go to, like, they won't touch you, but, like, they will not interact with you while you're going down the ladder. Um, but, like, as soon as you let go, just letting you know. So, yeah, I, I thought that was so much fun. That was a good time. So I have a quick question for both of you. If I shared a TikTok video of people burning a house that is haunted, but the spirits escape, would you appreciate it or no? What do you mean? Like, there was, I literally found a TikTok video today that they were like, this is a haunted house and we're burning it because it's so haunted. And then you could like see things that look like, like spirits coming out of the smoke in certain parts. So it was it was quite interesting to watch. It's one of those, like, do you actually believe in haunted houses and like actual haunted houses, not just like made up ones, but. I mean, if they have the, the property rights to burn the house and it's 
sanctioned safely, then I'll probably appreciate it. But that's kind of like, ah. I know. I was like, that sounds like arson. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least the fire department was there, but oh. yeah, it was. Okay. 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 This must yeah. have been like a planned demolition or something. Because like that, you can't just set houses on fire because you think they're haunted. Well, according to Supernatural, you can. Well, and there's a reason it's called Supernatural and not just natural. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thanks. But um, anyway, um, I think for all of us, though, as geeks, one of the easiest things to geek out about about Halloween, Hope Hope touched on it, too, is like the, the Halloween spooky season media, even if it's not directly Halloween tied. Um, and I feel like all of us have different things that we cert- like like to like to chunk it up. I know for me. I personally like horror movies, but horror movies are a pretty big genre. Um, um, you can divide them up into like your thrillers, your slashers, um, just your, your um, demonic possession, like your supernatural ones. You've got your, your um, I guess, serial killer ones that usually fall under thriller or slasher. slasher. Depending on what you got psychological thriller. Psychological thrillers. Those are, um, and then the... One of the best ones that I feel like a lot of people can get behind too, even if you're not into horror movies, is the spoof horror movie. Uh, that's like a joke. Activity or whatever. Uh, no, because Paranormal Activity is supposed to actually be scary. You've got oh yeah, and then you've got your real life horror documentaries. Good point, Pope. Yeah, Blair um, Witch. Mark Blair Witch. Yeah, and you got stuff like that. Um, but I'm talking like the spoof ones, like Scary Movie Five. Scary. Yeah. Like those. Um, but yeah. Uh, do, uh, do you, either of you have a favorite among those kind of categories, a favorite type of horror movie, or a favorite horror movie? I know, Hope, you are not a fan of horror movies, so uh, you, you do not have to give me an answer. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I have a, a – I'll, I'll do two because um, I, I love – an argument can be made about – because there's, like, sci-fi thrillers. You're like, is it thriller or is it sci-fi? And usually it's not lumped with the rest of horror movies. Uh, I do really like that as a genre, though. Like Alien or Predator, but like Alien and I see Alien and Predator. You, you can watch around spooky season and be like, "Yes, this is appropriate." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I one of my favorite movies, uh, horror movies, I guess, is sci-fi horror, and that's uh, the thing. Uh, there's the thing, oh. and then there's the thing that was made again as a prequel. But I'm talking about the thing from the 80s with Kurt Russell, which takes place in Antarctica, and then they find a creature that can change its shape to look like people. Oh my gosh, what a good movie. And it is all practical effects, and so it's really good. Then they made a prequel to it, which is also called The Thing, um, and they filmed the entire thing with practical effects, and then later they're like, no, let's use CGI, and it's not as cool, but I love that. Secondly... Uh, favorite horror movie is uh, Cabin in the Woods, which Chris Hemsworth, th- right? Chris Hemsworth, yes. Okay. I think that movie's so good because it's written and it's so different from any other horror movie. It's almost like a spoof because you're like, oh, it's going to go in one direction. And then they're like, no, it's totally different. Um, I don't even want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's just really I, I, that's on my list. When it came out, I wanted to see it, but I was still like young enough that my parents were like, "We get to control the films you watch," and I just haven't gotten around to it. Is it that's, on a streaming service? I think it's on Hulu. Okay, I have Hulu. Otherwise, you, know, um, you you just turned twenty one, so I mean, your parents would still be controlling it until your birthday, right? Because that's when you're actually an adult instead of a baby. Um, no. Uh, I, I, I had a, I had autonomy over what films I watched from like 15 onward. You like if I wanted to watch a movie, <laughs> if I wanted to watch a movie, I could watch a movie. But like at that point, I had no. rent, like if I wanted to rent it from somewhere, which is that still a thing? Do we rent DVDs? Uh, Redbox. Yeah, do Redbox? Oh, you I haven't been in a Kroger that has a Redbox in a while. Um. Our uh, family video here in town closed, and that was sad. Wait, it did close? I thought it was still open. No, it closed. No, they all closed. They fi- the they finally were not making enough on DVDs that the CBD couldn't um, subsidize it. Yeah. <laughs> that was their uh, main advertisement. Was no longer movies. It was 
what's scary is how many good deals I got from the closing family video. <laughs> I got a lot. I got like, and I bought 10 video games. Like I shouldn't have, but they were selling them for like $10 a piece. And I was like, yes. I should have gone good when stuff. they were doing the closing sale. Dang it. I completely missed I didn't that. I know they were having a closing sale. So yeah. but you can still get them like your libraries and stuff. You can still rent movies from there. Because that's, that's what I've done before. If like I can't find a movie on Netflix or Hulu or anything, like libraries it's cheaper so to good. rent it from my library than to get it on Amazon Prime. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love libraries. I I'm not really. I don't have a library card in Mount Pleasant, which is where we where we go to school and film this We've podcast. Got a few libraries in town. Yeah, well, like I I'm talking like the Mount Pleasant Library because like how many like popular films does the the Clark Historical Library have. Oh, my library uh, for those card. Of, yeah, for those of you listening on audio, uh, Isaac is flexing on all of us with his library card. <laughs> and I'm getting a screenshot. Expiring soon. <laughs> uh, mine expired a few years ago, and I just have never been in my hometown enough to justify going and getting another one, because. So some, uh, I know I talked about those uh, specific categories, and I really like horror movies, so I have to give, like, my favorite for each of those little categories. Um, My favorite, like, thriller of all time, I'm going to have a lot of ties on this list, because there's a lot of really good, scary movies. Uh, But I have a tie. They're both actually really recent, um, because I feel like with uh, CGI and, like, the way we tell stories now, thrillers have been, like, something really impressive. Um, And that's A Quiet Place and us um jordan peele is a really good director and like any any jordan peele film get out is also really good but us is just really like really psychologically interesting um yeah it's it's weird and it like even after like the big like plot twist at the end i was still thinking like oh well i still don't get it where where did everything come from um yeah i need to watch it again um because I watched it on a plane originally, so I didn't, like, get the full experience. But I need to watch it, like, again. But A Quiet Place, when I first saw it in theaters, I was like, this movie is fantastic. Not only is there, like, great storytelling mm-hmm. and a lot of great character development for, like, especially for, like, a horror-type movie. Uh, but also, like, there's representation of the deaf community, like, in a way that, like, doesn't seem like uh, bel- belittling of the community or... Um, forced in a way like you know how like sometimes not forced but like there's always room for representation but like it's like see like like asl super useful to know like not like you'll you'll Mm -hmm. need asl in the apocalypse but you can communicate with people really easily and um when you have that like when they're in like spaces where you have to be quiet and things like that advantageous even if you aren't um uh even if it's not a necessity for you to know it um, it's always helpful because then sometimes you can communicate with people you wouldn't be able to communicate with initially. So, but the, yeah, the film was really, really, really good. And if you haven't seen either of those, I, I would recommend. But then, um, yeah, my favorite uh, slasher. I don't watch a ton of slashers because they're not they're not always my favorite. But um, the original Halloween is, is is a classic. Those are really good. Uh, or like the whole the whole series, the whole Michael Myers thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, the original. Like, have you watched really the the new ones that are sequels to direct sequels to the original first one? No, I haven't. Because there's a that. new one coming out this year that's the second of the new ones, mm-hmm. but it's like Jamie Lee Curtis is like old and like it's still her. I, say, I think this is supposed to be like the last Halloween movie. It's called Halloween something. Kills, right? Mm-hmm. He does. I've seen the ads. <laughs> Mister oh. Halloween. No, uh, that is, you're right. I kind of wasn't thinking about slashers, but um, Halloween's good. The Saw what? movies are good, but like those are those are a niche. Yeah, that's like, what is the other, is it body horror? Is that the, the term where it's just like body, blood and body stuff? Parts. I don't know. Yeah. Um, just speaking of, of slasher real quick, I just want to do a shout out for uh, Scream. I love Scream. The, the original first one. I love Scream. I like the TV series on Netflix, Scream. I loved it. I watched it twice. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but 
two no, seasons. I watched Scream Queens with um, Michelle Ooh, Lee yeah. and um, Bella Thorne. Emma Roberts. Is, is Bella is Bella Thorne not in that? She might be in later seasons, but like I kind of quit after the second season. Hmm. Um, that hey. was also kind of like I was only hooked because of certain characters, but then I also got frustrated with like the plot line of it because I was like, this is stupid. And just yeah. Uh, but also, oh, I just thought of another one that kind of fits in the thriller category. But um, if any of you have seen um, what's it called Hush. Uh, premise of the movie is there's a there's um a uh, I believe she's she's uh, deaf and mute a woman that lives uh, uh, alone in the woods and she's an author so she like goes like isolates to like write um and then um a serial killer decides to come try and uh, toy with her to tr- uh, to have fun to try and kill her in the most um, fun way possible for him and then she she has to to work her way out because she can't scream for help she can't hear him like if he breaks a window she doesn't know he's in the house um and she just has to survive and it's a really good movie but also um so my favorite uh demonic like uh you know supernatural-esque um horror movies this is another a close one but the original poltergeist um i think the only name that i know in it for sure is drew barrymore that's when she was like little uh, he was young from the, I think it's from the eighties, yeah. but the original Poltergeist was really good. Um, like obviously that doesn't hold, it doesn't hold up to like the, the new CGI and everything, but still really fun. Uh, but a newer one that I think is a really good horror movie is Sinister. Uh, Scott Derrickson, the mm. same director that directed, uh, yeah. Dr. Strange, uh, directed that one. That movie's really good. The sequel is also entertaining, but it's a little bit different. Uh, but you no, know, Sinister is really, really cool. Um, really fun. Like that was one of the few like horror movies where I was like genuinely scared. I was like, I don't know yeah. what's gonna happen. I'm really curious. Um, it's spooky. It is so, spooky. Also, I just uh, found out. Oh, I was gonna say, I just found out that one movie that I liked um is actually considered horror in the horror film genre. It's called Overlord, and it stars Wyatt Russell. And so what IMDb, like the quick bio for or thing for it is a small group of American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines on eve of D-Day. Um, and so I actually really liked that one. It, I told my dad that it was kind of a darker version of Captain America because they are, it's the Germans and they're in this small town um, and basically find a way to make a super soldier serum um only it's not as refined as captain america and like wyatt russell ends up taking the super soldier serum so he gets to become captain america before he becomes foreshadowing but it it was good there was a lot of gore but it was good like i really liked it so Hmm. i do have a favorite horror film apparently awesome that's really funny that wyatt russell takes a super soldier serum in this horror movie seeing as he's now the u.s agent or john walker yeah. most people would know him the, from falcon Winter yeah. Soldier. but yeah also um hope i know you said you've seen the conjuring have you seen the conjuring too no that is what my friend wanted I mean, she, if she's watched seen... the second time but it was the first conjuring <laughs> the first time uh, not well, watching anymore if she's watched the, the first one twice that counts right yeah that's the conjuring t o o uh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually when I w- um I went to France for a trip when I was in high school, and then we went to the movie theaters, and we're like, "What do we want to see?" And he's like, "Let's see The Conjuring 2 So I watched it, but the whole thing was in French, and I was sixteen. I didn't really know it that well, so I was like, "I'm kind of scared, but also I don't know what they're saying, so I don't know if I should be." So like, I jumped at the jump scares, but that was about it. <laughs> and this is why you learned French more. Oh yeah, uh, th- there weren't. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't understand this movie, so I'm like, if I ever need to watch a horror movie in French again when I'm in France, um, I I need to, you know, know the language better. And that's why this is my going on 10 years learning the language. It's on HBO Max, so Mm -hmm. you could watch it in English now. 
Oh, I've and seen actually it in understand. English. It doesn't hold up. It was better okay. when I watched it in French. <laughs> yeah, the first one I think is my favorite of The Conjuring, like of all of those movies. Was there a Conjuring? The Nun and Annabelle. Or was there just like. Yes. Okay. It just came out like last month. And I watched and it with my siblings. Both Annabelle movies, which are in the same universe and involve the same characters, right? I saw Annabelle. And one. The Nun. And The Nun. Yeah, I watched Annabelle and I was like, yeah. Speaking of. Okay, oh, but that... like. The original doll of Annabelle is like the Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. It creeps which is me out. More... It's more terrifying. Gosh. Yes. I'm like, why didn't you use that doll? Because that one, I mean, it's creepy, but like, come on. I mean, maybe because think... Raggedy Ann's like a symbol and they don't want to make yeah. Raggedy Ann terrifying. It's copyrighted, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah. I think the reason we went to see Conjuring 2 when I was in France is because the person I was with when he was in the US, I took him to see Annabelle. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was here at Halloween Look at that. time. Like, perfectly uh, balanced as all things should as be all things should be um oh spoilers for what if but like the best meme i've seen about when uh, yeah spoilers skip ahead <laughs> seconds. Yeah. uh this is uh so ultra like ultron vision like infinity ultron i think is what we're calling him just like mind stones thanos in half like with a laser and then i saw memes like perfectly balanced as all things should be but it's both halves of thanos uh, it was oh that was so good anyway tangent so that, has that was a good spoiler brendan thank you people yes, joining right, spoiler, us now spoiler done um but yeah so uh the last like major category that i um uh, that i'm thinking of unless, wait hope what was the added category oh the documentary one blair witch project those, those that that's mm. good um but my favorite like sham horror movie the spoof horror movie um this is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time not just horror movies, but it's called Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Oh, um, it's so good. Oh, oh, what a good movie. I love this movie. Uh, so there's these two guys that bought this, like, raggedy old shack out in the woods, and they're going for a weekend. They're both, like, you know, good old country boys, um, and they're going to fix up this this cabin in the woods. But at the same time, there's this group of college students going camping in the same area, and the college students think that... Um, the the two hillbillies you know, yeah hillbillies the two like country boys are like the antagonists of a horror film they're like those guys are crazy they're gonna kill us so they're like just wary of them so they just think they're in danger the whole time and then all the college kids and like through like just freak accidents end up like getting like kind of killed <laughs> it's such a good movie it's so good yeah pretty sure uh, it's on netflix highly recommend it's it's yeah fantastic alan tudyk is uh tucker um and everyone loves alan tudyk he's in everything he plays dale uh uh dale he i don't know his name i could look it up but he's in a few things if you watch um voltron on netflix he plays uh one of those guys in voltron he run the yellow lion Mm -hmm. um he's in dirk gently season two Uh, tyler the bean but he's good too they're funny it's so good and it really the movie really teaches you a thing about stereotypes and how you shouldn't assume things you shouldn't stereotype someone just because of stories from the past or you know other things um Mm -hmm. and it's just funny (laughs) okay so it's like some oh sorry oh he's in new amsterdam like the tv show Um, Brendan, you just reminded me of something I'd read, and I'm not sure how accurate it is, but I think it's from Silence of the Lambs, the Lamb, um, where it's like the people, it was like the people in the cornfield or whatever. Um, Silence of the Lambs isn't about people in the cornfield. That's children of the corn, as people in the cornfield. Yeah, children of the corn. There we go. Silence of the Lambs is Anthony Hopkins is like the biggest serial killer of all time, Hannibal the Cannibal. No, only on screen for like 12 minutes. Children of the corn. Um, What happened was like the people who lived around that area, I guess like someone was filming something else. And so these people were missing, messing with like the filmmakers and stuff and like in all the corn stalks and like talking and whispering and stuff, which is what like all of a sudden caused the filmmakers to be like, it's haunted and we need to make a movie about this. So like, it's actually just, you know, country folk having fun on city folk um 
but I, I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it sounds about right for like, you know, we city folk don't always understand what happens in the country, so. Mm-hmm. City folk just don't get it. No, we don't. No. But anyway, I went on my horror movie rant. But um, Hope, do you have a favorite spooky season movie? Because besides horror movies, there's also just Halloween movies that aren't about being scared. They're about celebrating the holiday and the the whole the the themes of Halloween beyond just uh, putting on costumes uh, to ward off the demons of old. Um, I mean, I really like Girl vs. Monster in the fact of like, um, I mean, there's technically like three um, demons that are like the big three, and um, the main girl's mom is. Uh, or mom and dad are like hunters of these things and they caught the demon so this girl grows up without any fear um, and then it gets released and she has to deal with it um, but I also really like how Hocus Pocus like when the Sanderson sisters come back like they go into why kids dress up in costumes was so that they warded off evil spirits and like witches who were trying to kill them um and i don't know like try to think of just halloween movies in general halloween town's pretty good but I don't halloween town is pretty good <laughs> i don't know if there's any that really go into in depth about anything like the accuracy of halloween or anything like what is behind halloween well, I mean, Hocus Pocus Two is on is on its way, so it has its it has the opportunity. I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't have to be like about the history of Halloween to be a spooky season thing. It's yeah. like how uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it happens on Christmas. Um, like, mm-hmm. I, I amen. Can, I consider Stranger Things to be a Halloween show, at least season mm-hmm. one, and then season two you watch around the Fourth of July, or no, no. Mm-hmm. No, season one and season two, you watch Halloween. Season three, you watch around Fourth of July. And season four, you'll watch around Thanksgiving? You'll watch on Easter. Because it I came a... back for another season. <laughs> I mean, they have to. That's Netflix's like, first original thing. And I would consider, uh, I would yeah, consider yeah. Stranger Things a, a spooky season show. Uh, do, you, do you guys have a favorite spooky season show? Something you want to watch around well, Halloween time? You could I also... Do. We could also think about really quick anything that has to do with the grim fairy tales and stuff. So like mm-hmm. Ansel and Gretel with Jeremy Renner, I think is a really good for around Halloween time. We should have talked about that one last week. Plus I also. completely forgot. When we talked about Right, I just thought of it too. I was like, what yeah, the heck? Hansel and Gretel with Jeremy Renner. Oh, that was a good <sighs> retelling. Oh well. Well I'll just we'll just po- posthumously add that into last week's episode. Pretend it was there. <laughs> you know, Jeremy Renner gets but naked and you know oh, oh. we don't we don't have to i forgot about that <laughs> i haven't i haven't have seen to. it yet but <laughs> now i <laughs> um they also create they, diabetes in that in the in hansel and gretel like, like they they're invent like it? yeah well not that they invent it but they're like hey by the way the fact that he had to eat all this candy you know there were side effects of that because they have him taking like insulin and stuff so um, my favorite spooky season, specifically, like, movie and TV show, movie, um, probably Nightmare Before Christmas, which can also be a Christmas movie, um, and I'll stand by that argument, but I just love that movie, I watch that every year, uh, probably more than once, it just has such good Halloween vibes, um, considering it's about Halloween, um, actually, like, kind of like all, like, that one and Coraline, I love Coraline and Coraline's a horror movie. Coraline is not like yeah. just a spooky. Coraline no. is a horror movie. Yeah, no, it is. And even the book, like we have the book because I love Neil Gaiman, and that's a horror. It's a kids' book, but it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Um, I it was a book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Neil Gaiman. You gotta read it. It's only like this big, but uh, I love that. Um, Corpse Bride. That's good too. That's uh, a horror movie. No, have but I watch it around movie? Halloween. Oh no no I mean, it's 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 a Halloween movie but I'm like I I feel yeah. good after watching that one. Yeah. I I feel like I can't sleep after Coraline and one of my favorite movies is Us. 
Like, yeah. I, I can go to bed after us. I can I can go to bed after The Conjuring. I can go to bed after Coraline. Have either okay. of you seen the TV show Grimm? Mm-hmm. Not all of it, but I watched some of it when I was on um, TV. That one and also Sleepy Hollow. Or mm. The TV show Sleepy Hollow. Um, but also, Spooky Season is also... Um, Jack Sparrow. Oh my gosh. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Thank you. His season is Johnny Depp's season because you got all the Tim Burton films with him in it. You got yeah. like oh, Sweeney Tim Todd Burton. and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sweeney Todd, I think, could go into a horror movie in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Anyway. But like Sweeney no, Todd. Definitely. definitely. Halloween vibes. Yeah. Spooky oh, season. Another um, movie that's a horror movie that like doesn't look like it should be, but definitely is Monster House. Monster House is terrifying. Kids, adults, oh my gosh. I couldn't sleep after watching Monster House. I went to my place in the UP and was up there on Friday the 13th, the first time I ever watched Monster House. Worst mistake of my life. Never. That's all I have to say. Never, never, ever watch a spooky movie of any kind on any Friday the 13th or any... 13th day it's fine it's just when it's foggy friday the 13th i just watched a horror movie and i'm driving past a graveyard i feel like and I've you're isolated yeah like i'm like what what steps did i have to do to get here Gosh. it was me and one other person that were i was up there with me and i'm like we're gonna die aren't we and they're like yeah we're probably gonna <laughs> die sorry that movie that movie made me terrified of uh concrete that movie that movie Ter- made me basements are already <laughs> scary I'm like, how do I know there's not a ghost buried underneath all this? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fun fact about uh, cement and concrete. If you add sugar to it, it won't set. So, like, if you're ever scared of wet cement and concrete, just add a little bit of sugar. It won't set. You, um, you can you still have... drown in concrete. <laughs> Which is what happens in Monster House, and I feel like adding sugar wouldn't help. Just, like, a pinch <laughs> of sugar, and it's like, oh, no problem. I mean, you gotta do the spoonful of sugar. Come on. I yeah. think you need several spoonfuls and like large spoons. <laughs> Please tell me that you guys got that reference when I said you need. A yeah, I got that. Oh, spoon. Yeah, you're sugar. you're quoting you're yeah, quoting the the original like witch herself. Yeah, you just freeze Don't cast Mary Poppins. A witch. Witch. How well, is she not? If you, if you go with the Nanny McPhee version, I love Nanny McPhee. But Mary, Mary, Mary Poppins, well. Mary Poppins is a witch. Yes. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. No, she, she just is. She's magical. Is, is she? She I can fly. She else. What an angel. Yeah. Grow up, Brendan. <laughs> Angels aren't real, but witches are. That's okay. That's Witch. the takeaway of the podcast. We can end it right now. I blame Angels witches. Aren't real, but witches are. See, but there's good and bad witches. So, like, I mean, if you there's watch Wizards of Glenda, uh, Glenda's also the talk about Hocus Pocus, y'all. Or those Hansel are all bad witches. Or Hansel and Gretel, because if you go by yeah. Hansel and Gretel, you can actually tell who's a bad witch because they look ugly, but good witches you can't tell because they look like normal people. Um, but yes. Good witches, bad witches. Although if you go by Wizards of Waverly Place, there can be bad angels because they have black wings versus good angels yeah. that have white wings. Um, I, I'd like to argue that because if you watch um, Wicked, like the, mm. the one that looks nice is actually the bad one. And the one yep. that looks mean is actually the good one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But that is also because... Appearances well, can be I deceiving. I can't spoil folks. it. I can't spoil who Alphaba's real father is, but what spoilers? Do you not know who Alphaba's real father is? Wait, like is that revealed in the play? Yeah, because okay. the reason why she's green, well, her mother drinks yeah. the green like liquor yeah. or whatever when she has the affair with the man when her husband goes. And then you see later on, Glinda figures out who Alphaba's real father is because of the green thing that he's drinking yes, i'm not gonna spoil I, it but like there's also okay, a book rem- series which the play is based on i am remembering this now yeah I, I saw the play once so sorry i've seen it twice 
I listen to it on road trips. It's very good for road trips. Yeah, it is. It's like uh, Hamilton. It lasts for a while. So we've talked about um, Halloween films, Halloween TV shows. Uh, how about Halloween music? Spooky season music. Jekyll the and Monster Hyde. Mash. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. That one. High quality. Definitely. Wait, is that a song? Is that music? It's a musical. So oh. any songs what? from Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> When, when I hear Jekyll and Hyde as music, I think of the episode of Arthur where he gets a library card and there's the song about having fun isn't hard when you have a library card. And then he goes on and there's a little chorus line that talks that goes Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. No. No. Didn't, don't that. remember that from Arthur at all. You're missing out. <laughs> um, my favorite... Uh, spooky season song if any of you ever seen 30 rock um the song is called werewolf bar mitzvah um if you haven't heard that i highly recommend it's a very good it's a very good song uh just to give you a preview uh the chorus is werewolf bar mitzvah spooky scary boys becoming men men becoming wolves and that's like the gist of the song um is um you have a bar mitzvah for for uh, boys to become men and then if you're werewolves uh you also have a ceremony to become wolves um Ooh. yeah that's it that's the whole song and it's i really like <laughs> things that aren't supposed to be taken seriously and i think it's really funny um yeah um how about spooky season books Ooh. um i have a book i have two books well also i have uh, Lovecraft, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Even though the guy was not a good person, I love his work. I Cthulhu. love, yeah, Cthulhu, terrifying. Uh, besides that, though, I do have a couple books my sister got me for my birthday called Falcon Quinn, and then it's like in the Black Mirror, and then Falcon Quinn and the Red Mist, I think. But basically, it's like Harry Potter, in but instead of a wizard going to a wizard school, it's uh he goes to a school for monsters and it's like everyone is a monster so his best friend is like a sasquatch his other best friend is like an air elemental uh he doesn't know what he is and that's like the whole point of the first book is he's trying to figure out what he is but there's like werewolves and vampires and ghouls and there's a were slug and it's really funny because she like starts crying at one point and it's, it's the salt in her tears starts to like melt her face um it's funny i, I swear but uh, those are pretty wholesome. They're like young adult books because I got them when I was younger. But Spider Chronicles. Oh my god! Like those good. those books are you know only like this big, and you know, but they are really good. And like you can so watch good. the movie too, but like the books are amazing. Yeah, good um, art too because it's like the pair, the writer and the artist, and they do everything yeah. together. Such cool art. Fairies and like elves in those books are so cool looking. Uh, one of my series is. I was gonna say you could get like the there's like a journal of like all of the different creatures too for the Spiderwick Chronicles mm-hmm. and it, it, the artwork is beautiful. It's amazing. That's Sorry, Brandon. That, Go ahead. It, no, it reminded me. My favorite book series is uh, uh, one of my favorite book series of all time is called like The Last Apprentice. I've talked about it in different episodes of the pod, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's uh, that's a. Uh, horror fantasy series it takes place like in like 16th or 17th century england maybe even before then um but like really cool concept and at the end of each book they have like a bestiary of like everything that you encountered throughout the book and like or in the past and it's and descriptions of it so that reminded me of that and it's oh. pretty cool i listened to it on audiobook cool. um i listened to audiobooks to go to bed as a kid so i listened to those i'm really good at falling asleep while scared now because i would just listen to it while scared and then i just I'm like, well, time to sleep. So, alrighty. Um, what other categories? What are the parts of spooky season are fun? Oh, favorite spooky season food? Candy corn Ooh. or candy pumpkins. I know people. I, I am a don't fan like of them. candy corn as well. Yeah. Um, I gotta. I mean, I love all candy. Um, I love pumpkin pie, which is also a Thanksgiving food. So I, I'll push that away. Um, I really. I don't know. So there's something that hits differently when you got candy as a kid 
and you pulled out the little square bags of Skittles that had like seven Skittles in them. But for some reason, those Skittles were the best tasting Skittles. Did you see that they're bringing back the original lime flavor for the green? Yes, Good. they actually, are they bringing that back in total? Because I have bought yeah. a few bags of the only lime Skittles and those are fantastic. I believe they're supposed to be coming back in everything. So. Oh, thank Question uh, about Skittles. Are you guys, like for those little packets that have like seven Skittles in them, uh, do you dump the whole thing in the, your hand and then throw them all in your mouth or do you eat them one at a time? Normally one at a time. I will and I can I will, handfuls in my mouth. Okay, so I don't actually eat Skittles, but like I do this with M&Ms. And if it's mini M&Ms, I'll just like pour it out and oh, eat it all. yeah. But like the bigger ones, I'll like pour out and then sometimes I'll eat a couple at a time, but then I also start doing by color. But like, it's not any specific mm -hmm. reason other than like, oh, there's like two left of blue. Let me just finish off the blue. <laughs> so. No, yeah, I'll eat grape and strawberry or grape and cherry Skittles first. Or is it strawberry? It's strawberry, right? I don't even remember. The, the red one? I'll eat those think, first. Yeah. I think strawberry. they're cherry. Cherry. I'll eat those first. And then oh, I'll eat... Oh, orange and then i'll eat the yellow and green together because i love lemon what second i'm using Brendan, the internet looking up the flavor yeah what flavor i'm pretty sure they're cherry no they're strawberry <laughs> wrong ah, i always thought they were cherry ah that's just wistful thinking on my part that's what happens when you eat them all at once yeah i know i don't know what they taste like <laughs> um that is like the what about blob of flavor what is what are your favorite like classic like Halloween monsters? Wait, but I didn't get to say my favorite. Halloween oh yeah, food. say yours, Brenda. Um, Sorry, I really like pigs in a blanket, but in Halloween time <gasps> they're called uh, the mummies. The mummies, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Halloween parties, I will snack on those I, all night. I will eat <laughs> half of the tray of them. Those are so good. But yes, yeah. uh, favorite uh, classic Halloween like monster. Um, I think I gotta. Um, actually, no, I gotta think on this for a second. Never mind. See, this is a tough question because, like, depending on the, like, how it's presented, how the monster is presented, because, like, there are some versions that I won't name names because I know some people like this series where the author completely butchered the creatures, but then there's other series that, like, the authors actually do their homework and can portray them correctly. Um but honestly, if I have to go with anything and sp pick one specific thing, I'd probably pick witches slash wizards. But we'll Joyce, just say witches Joyce. in general. I like magic. Witches? Mm -hmm. um, I am partially witches because I like that. I love how like people decorate witches. Like Sometimes it's very stereotypical, like black hat, black robes, striped socks, <laughs> leggings, or whatever they are. Panty has. Uh, no, um, but my favorite Halloween monster or like classical monster is, is I'm, I really like, which we don't see enough of it, but is any of like the headless horseman variety. I love like the headless creatures that you tip sometimes often have like a, a jack-o'-lantern head or creatures with pumpkin heads. I really like as well. Um, I don't know. I just, something about that. Pretty neat. Um, I have to go with, yeah, there's a couple of different ideas about like what this is, depending on what you read, but the idea of a buggart, like, <laughs> like I know you've got the Harry Potter one where it's just kind of a nuisance and it's there to scare you. And then you have like in The Last Apprentice, a buggart is like can range from being just a nuisance um, to being like a very scary and dangerous physical manifestation of like an idea. Um, like there's this the boggart that he befriends like normally when it's happy it shows up as a cat but when it's angry it shows up as like it doesn't you don't see it ever face on because if you see it face on when it's angry you're dead um, but it's like a big feral like animal type thing but it's still a spirit I think they're really cool just like that range um, and yeah. like the, the idea of them that they're not like they're not a spirit they're they're actually a creature and a thing but they're also like not visible um, and they kind of can make deals and things like that. I like the magic behind them. But anyway, that that is spooky season. Um, and as always here on Raving Geeks, we like to give you recommendations. This episode was one full of recommendations. But if our hosts have anything else that they'd like to recommend, uh, feel free and go ahead. 
right. So I have a prop with me for those of you who are listening. It is the book Six of Crows that I just started reading by uh, Lee, Leah uh, Bardot, I think is how you say your name. Um, Shadow and Bone, if you either watch the series on Netflix or uh, know the trilogy. Um, I fell in love with Kaz Brecker when I watched the show and Kaz Brecker is in Six of Crows and I am in love with him even more. Um, he is very well written. He was very well portrayed. So I am recommending Six of Crows and or Shadow and Bone if you want to watch it or read it. So next person. Okay. Uh, my, my recommendation, which I've recommended it before and I'll recommend it again, is Over the Garden Wall, TV series, originally aired on Cartoon Network, features Elijah Wood, uh, John Cleese, um, everyone. It features a lot of people. Um, but it is currently on Hulu. It is 12 episodes. Each one is like 10 minutes. You can watch it all the way through the length of a movie. Otherwise, split them up. Great music. Great vibes. It's fantastic. And the best part is you can watch it at the end of summer, at the beginning of uh, fall, the middle of fall, the end of fall. You can watch it after Halloween. Uh, you can watch it at the beginning of winter because it kind of goes over that whole period. Uh, and it's so good. And I love it. And um, I've been holding out on saying it the whole episode so I can say it right now. Go watch Over the Garden Wall. Watch it twice. Brendan? <laughs> nice. Well, I gave a lot of recommendations for movies and stuff this episode, so I recommended any of those that I've said. Uh, but I don't know if I've recommended this before, but it's a series called, it's the Bright Empire series by uh, Stephen Lawhead. It's a book series. Uh, the first book is called The Skin Map. And basically the premise is there are these ley lines that people are able to travel through time, but they're really confusing and random. But there was one guy in history that was able to map them out and he tattooed the map on his skin. So when he died, he was skinned and uh, pieces of the map were scattered throughout um, time. Um, and the, the, the story is about um, people that just happened to like accidentally get involved in this race for uh, to find the skin map. Um, it, it has to do with it's really cool like ideas about physics it gets sciencey um, it, it's a cool like science fiction philosophy uh, science fiction fantasy philosophy type thing uh, and it's really fun I really uh, I haven't finished the series but I've only read the first two but it's it's really good I need to find the, the third TV book I can't. Series. the TV series the librarians which is based on the movies with Noah Wilde in them um, talks about ley lines and like people trying to get, release magic back into so if anybody is curious why they know ley lines it is because of either skin map or i mean it's, it's ley lines are like in a lot of stuff a lot of people thought like stonehenge was like a convergence of ley lines like in history but anyway uh that is all we have for you today thank you for joining us here on raving geeks our spooky season edition uh, make sure to leave a comment wherever you're listening from. We love to hear from you. Um, we love to hear recommendations for uh, what you like to hear from us, comments on what you thought. If you had any more like ideas of spooky season that you really like and part aspects of it that are your favorite, uh, feel free to let us know. We'll, we'll read them in next week's episode. Uh, you can reach out to us on our Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok at Raving Geeks. Um, and as always, I've been Brendan Valentine along with my fellow co-hosts. Hope good or and I'm Isaac Hunter. Ooh. Stay geeky and have a great week, everyone. Good night. Ooh. Or good afternoon. Whenever you're watching, listening. <laughs>